You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. To the person next to you or the other person, just so that you are among friends as you listen to God's word. Tell them your real name. There's no sense lying in the house of God on a Sunday. All right. Good morning. I don't know you. You are who? You're Damilari. Okay. Well, we've not met before. Right. Single or married? Single. <laughs> Do you have a Valentine? <laughs> All right, we're talking about the Holy Spirit this month. It's election week in Nigeria. Um, and those who, 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 I hope you have your PVC. <laughs> All right. Um, and I want us to pray and I want us to vote. Um, I know we're all, you know, young, lucky people. They cannot give us a bag of rice for our votes. Uh, but do not collect money. Do not share money to incite people to vote. Um, do not take the ballot box and run. They will catch you. <laughs> um, don't. Damn uh, <laughs> it, you can come back. I'm so sorry about what I said. All right. Um, do, but um, no violence either online or offline. Do not insult people. Do not respond to insults. Um, we just keep on trusting God that uh, it will be a peaceful election process in Jesus' name. Let's say a big amen. Yeah. Right. Let me tell the person next to you, please vote. Please vote. All right. All right. They're like, I think there are almost 70 political parties. You have to find one. Okay? One. All right. Let's appreciate my wife who's looking really pretty this morning. Amen. <laughs> All right. Um, I have to stay focused on this message. So we're preaching about speaking in tongues today. Hmm. So last week, uh, we talked about extra oil and talked about the Holy Spirit. On Wednesday, we talked about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Um, and one of the things we said on Wednesday is that God promises us the Holy Spirit. I, um. Is Valentine this weekend? Still this week, or did they postpone? Still this week. Still this week. And you would hear lots of lies this week. I'm telling you, people will say lies. I love you more than my mother. You are. You have never. You're beautiful. You're most beautiful girl in the whole world. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I've never loved another person like you. If, you. if you don't love me, I will die. Lies. Lies. People will also make promises this week. I will buy you iPhone X. Even the iPhone they're about to make. I've spoken to Apple already. They're saying it. lies. I will come and pick you by four. It's almost 9.30. <laughs> guys, if, Holy Spirit, I need to stay on focus. But if you promise anybody anything this week, guys, please be a child of God. 
and women, ladies, also be a child of God. Okay? And this is not in my message. This is just, this is not there at all. But it's Valentine's season. If you are not, if you are married, treat your wife well. If you are not married, Valentine, treat the person you like, love, want to love, treat them well, send them a gift, whatever it is. However, I beg you, help me tell your neighbor. <laughs> tell them if I tell them. You know, you, you know, come on, church, you already know. You already know. Just tell them, encourage them. Tell them for me. You know what I say. No sex. God bless all the church. Good Christians. Good. No, because we are children of God, though. We cannot. We don't, when sex is not for commodity trading, we don't say, you buy me iPhone X, I sleep with you. It doesn't work like that. We are more honorable. And I think life point men are on strike. There are no, no kissing, nothing. So, um, <laughs> the class rep injuries, like, yes. <laughs> like, yes. Till we marry, and we're done. We're, we've locked, locked down, shut down. All right? But if you are married and God, God be with you. <laughs> God be with you. All right, but do enjoy the period. And if you don't, if for any reason there's no val- nobody sending you messages this week, read the Bible. All right. <laughs> God's love is the is the real love. Uh, uh, right. Can we talk about speaking in tongues now? Because what happens? I'm about to preach the message, and people are pulling things out of my spirit. All right. But um, Jesus, God promises the Holy Spirit. And he's not, a, that's why I even started this whole promise thing, you know. God, he's not a man that he should lie. His promises are yea and amen. If he says, I will be here, he will be here. If he says, I will give you the Holy Spirit, he, he promises the Holy Spirit. So, you know, Paul would speak in Galatians 3 about the promise of the Father. In Acts chapter 1, I think in someone Luke, Jesus would say, stay here until you receive the promise of the Father. When Peter tries to explain what has happened on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2. He says, this is the promise. What we then do with the promise is our responsibility. Hebrews 6, I think it's in verse 12. It says, do not be slothful, but uh, it says, but followers of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. The Holy Spirit is part of our inheritance as children of God. Right. Um, uh, the psalmist says, "You anoint my head with oil; my cup runs over." And when so uh, on, on, on Wednesday we spoke about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and and how that the Holy Spirit will come upon all sorts of people in all sorts of times in Scripture. John chapter seven and thirty-seven to thirty-eight. Jesus says, "On the last says on the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, if any one thirst, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart shall flow rivers of living waters. Verse 39, but this he spoke concerning the spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Help me ask the person next to you, have you received the Holy Spirit? Have you received the Holy Spirit? John chapter 4 and verse 14 says, But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give to him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. 
Uh, we read, I think, on Wednesday out of Acts chapter 19, and I'm quoting a lot of scripture today, and I will. And the reason is because one of the ways we receive the Holy Spirit is by what Paul calls in Galatians 3, I think verse 2, the hearing of faith. So this is not just some drama, no. We are talking through the word. What has been, what does God say in his word so that your faith can be built up? In the book of Acts, the Bible says in one place that Paul gets into a city. And, you know, the Bible says he begins to have a discussion with them. And then, you know, he says, have you received the Holy Spirit? And they said, oh, my goodness, we did not even know that there was a Holy Spirit. And he says, okay, so what baptism, so Acts chapter uh, 19, if you read verse 2, it says also, what, he says, you know, verse 3, he says, he said unto them, unto, so who, how, what were you baptized into? And they said to him, look, we received John's baptism. And he was like, my goodness, after John, there's been Jesus' baptism. After Jesus, we've received the Holy Spirit. And one of the things we said on Wednesday was how that if you have you know, one of these you know, phones is that there is a constant requirement for you to update, upgrade software, upgrade X and Y every single week. And it's the same thing he was saying. He was like, no, John's baptism was just to prepare for Jesus. And Jesus says in John chapter 14 that I needed to go. I need to go so the Holy Spirit can come. I mean, nudge the person next to you. Tell them you need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. The way I'm looking at you, you need the Holy Spirit, all right? All right, but I'd like us to read Act of Acts chapter 2 today. Acts chapter 2. Because this is speaking in tongues. I mean, and, uh, we've had all sorts of stuff. And I just want to, what is the scriptural um, basis for it? So Acts chapter 2 and verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there, was, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it sat upon each of them, verse 4, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. But why tongues? What, what was this all about? When you, we're going to come back here to Acts chapter 2. When you read Jude chapter 20, verse 20, it's one chapter. It says, but beloved, but you beloved, building yourselves up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So these guys receive the Holy Spirit. And not just here, there are a couple of accounts and we'll go through them also. They receive the Holy Spirit, and the Bible says the Holy Spirit gives them utterance. They just begin to speak in other languages, in other tongues. One of the reasons why we pray in tongues is this whole concept of edification. You will find Paul using that, I think, in 1 Corinthians chapter 14. It's the building up. So in Jude, he says, you build up yourself in your most holy faith. He tells Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6 to 7, to stir up the gift of God that, has, that came 
as in you that came in you by the laying on of hands. Oh, by the way, one of the things we said on Wednesday is the importance of the laying on of hands. That having received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, one of the things that you should do is to pass on the fire. Yep, that you should be laying hands on people to receive the Holy Spirit. Freely you have received, freely you should give. Help me ask the person next to you, when was the last time you laid hands on someone? When was the last time you laid hands on someone? All right? And this is not um, you trying to, you know, make their hair nice or trying to get them in the mood or something of that sort. No. You should be laying hands on people to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. In fact, you should be laying hands on people for them to receive healing. It says, but P.I., what if nothing happens? But you will never know because you haven't tried it. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, that I referred to earlier, verses 2 to 4, Apostle Paul says, he who speaks in tongues or in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. He says, but he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation um, and comfort to men. Verse 4, but he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. But he who prophesies edifies the church. And so when you read through 1 Corinthians chapter 14, Apostle Paul goes to great length to say, look guys, when we gather in a church for you to speak to the church, it is better that you do that in a language that they understand. He says, because if you speak in tongues, except there is someone interpreting, he says, no communication happens there. You know, but he says, speaking in tongues is important. He says, because when you do that, there is a building up that you're doing on the inside. So the first thing is edification. The second thing, praying in tongues is essentially a sign. So when you read 1 Corinthians chapter 14, uh, and verse 21, uh, he says, In the law it is written, With men of other tongues and other lips, I will speak to these people. And yet for all that they will not hear me, says the Lord. Verse 22, he says, Therefore, tongues are for a sign, not to those who believe, but to unbelievers. For prophesying is not for unbelievers, but for those who believe. So scripture is replete with people praying in tongues after being filled with the Holy Spirit. I mean, prophecy is also another sign. Joel chapter 2 says new dreams, new visions. Boldness is also another sign. But I like, you know, he says the Holy Spirit gives utterance. So speaking in tongues is not forced. It's not you trying to speak a tongue. It is that you would sense on the inside that the Holy Spirit is stirring a language that you don't know. Because language is a construct that is taught to people. When you are born, it is rare that you can speak any language at all. 
if you see a newborn child comes out of the womb and lands and says, hey, hey, doc, how are you? Ah, this is my mom. How are you doing? Immediately, they call for the deliverance team of their church. Because children, when they are born, do not speak any language at all. Languages are created by people. I mean, uh, in the university, there were groups of people who created words. The cult guys created words. So when they were speaking, and some of you were in cults until God saved you, and saved you will remain, you would then speak words so that the uninitiated would not understand. Some guys used to, oh yeah, don't, that's, I remember that. They would, I, I could clearly remember them speaking and I couldn't understand what they were saying. <laughs> and some of you know what I'm saying. Because we could create a language for life point. Oh yes, we could. It would take time to explain to you all the words. But you would say, when you wanted to say pulpit, you say la lo, you know. <laughs> so he said, P.I. was standing by the la lo, and they'd be like, ha, you know. And then you say when he was preaching, and what's the word for preaching? Help me. Muhan. So he went, and he muhaned at the la lo, and you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> but that's our language already, we're, you know, we're creating it. In fact, new words are created even in existing languages every day. Every year, let's just say every day. Because there are words we use now. You know, sometimes, you know, you hear the young, much younger people speak, and you're like, uh, what, what's that? What does that mean? So when we use words like fintech, we just think, oh my God, that's always been there. Never. Even all this boo, bay, and uh, fave, and all sorts of new words that we use. Some of your, that's why we are sticking, some of your parents are looking at you quizzically, like, what's he saying? Because words, language is taught. So when we speak in tongues under the influence of the Holy Spirit, do not look at us strangely. Do not look at us strangely. But words and language can be restricted or restrictive. Can be restrictive. <laughs> Uh, because there are certain things you want to say in a language and you cannot find the words for. So number one, Paul says there is a building up, edification that happens as we speak in tongues. Number two, he says it's meant to be a sign. It's meant to be a sign. Every time, literally almost every time, the Holy Spirit fell, came upon people who were baptized, you would find them prophesying and speaking in tongues. Acts chapter 19 that we just read, after Paul has that discussion with them in verse 5, the Bible says, when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them. And they spoke with tongues and they prophesied. Acts chapter 10, when Peter goes to the house of Colinius, the Bible says, when you read verse 44, that while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. The Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. And those of the circumcision who believed were astonished as many as came with Peter because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. How did they know? Verse 46 says, For they heard them speak 
with thongs and magnify God. The building up of our spirit man, a sign that something extra is happening here. I mean, wine in general, not that I have lots of experience with wine, I should say, but wine, some of you are more experienced than I am, and I concede to that. Uh, but you know how that wine loosens the tongue. Okay, you, okay I don't know. Have you been drunk before or not? Okay, but Nifemi, you know how that it, when someone is drunk, that they speak more generously. Sometimes, yes. <laughs> We've had your God experience, though, why we <laughs> remember? But you know that when you're out on Friday, some of you, even last night I'm talking about, just keep a straight face, focus. I'm still looking blurry to you. It's not, <laughs> Right? But you know that wine, when you take, you, you take, and I think one of the messages this week, we're going to talk about how quantity matters. Because for some of you, one glass of wine is, what's that? It's like drinking water. Some of you, you take one glass of wine, you're on the floor. Two days, you can't come out of that. <laughs> Where am I? Who am I? <laughs> you know, but you speak freely. Some of you, you take by the second glass. Even your friends know you are speaking in tongue, new language already. Say, ah. And you start to prophesy about the elections. I tell you, this is who will win. It's quiet. I thought I saw her really quiet. <laughs> She's declaring prophecy. New tongues. That P.I. self. He preaches long message, long. I will tell you, I want him in church on Sunday. Boldness. Utterance. By the fourth bottle or the fourth glass, she's standing on the table. <laughs> we are the winners. <laughs> so you know me, eh? Go ahead and tell them in church. I know you too. You know? Boldness. When the Holy Spirit takes over a man's faculty. I, I like how Paul speaks about it in Romans chapter 20, in chapter 8. Verse 26. Because we then, in, in, in regards to prayer, utterance, we begin to pray beyond the limit of our minds. In Romans 8, he says, Likewise, the Holy Spirit, verse 26, also helps our weaknesses. He says, For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. It says, but the Spirit himself makes intercessions for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. I like to say that when we pray in tongues, we are praying the heart and the will of God. Don't forget what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 14. That we are speaking mysteries to God. So praying in tongues allows us to pray beyond the limits of our minds. It allows us to pray in the spirits. It gives us ease and capacity. I remember as a younger Christian, I would struggle. Not what well, struggle was not the word. I would, I just found when I heard people say I prayed for one hour, like what, why, how, how, why, you know, 
and other questions, but I couldn't understand it. And then I think I remember reading Kenneth Hagin's book. It used to be called Out of Intercession, then called Out of Prayer. And he would explain his experiences helped by the Holy Spirit. Because prayer for a Christian is more than just a request show. It's actually more than just you and God having fellowship. The Bible says that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. One translation would say it makes much power available. So your prayer with God is meant to be more than just a conversation with God. It is, but it's supposed to be producing something. It's supposed to be, it says the man was a man like you and I. But the Bible says he prayed and there was no rain for a couple of years. And so the Holy Spirit helps you in prayer. And what I found in my experience is that this is not just staying there so you can tell someone who I stayed praying in tongues for three hours. But I found that time spent in the place of prayer and the Holy Spirit helps you to pray as you pray in tongues, you would find utterance. And sometimes you will be praying in the Spirit and you would start to pray of things that you never ever planned to pray about. For people you did not mean to pray for. For countries, for places that you did not mean to pray for. Things outside the limits of your mind. Things you did not know about. Scripture says we have the mind of Christ. And one of the things praying in tongues helps us to do is to access the mind of Christ. This year we said do not limit God. And one of the ways we allow God to walk in and through us is by praying in tongues. It's by praying in tongues. One time I would say uh, it's, it's almost like being on a divine conference call. Because, you know, the Holy Spirit is praying through your vocal abilities and you're talking to God the Father. And I just, it's you in the middle of it all. <laughs> languages that principalities and powers cannot understand sir languages that men cannot understand in 1 Corinthians 13 Paul will say if I pray in the tongues of men and angels he says but if I do not have love so I will talk at the end of the message as I landed on how love is central but would you spend time praying in the Spirit? 1 Corinthians 14, 18. After Paul has gone through that instruction to the church about how, you know, when you gather together, look, it's better to speak in a language that people understand. I like what he says in verse 18. He says, I thank God that I speak in tongues more than you all, all of you. He says, yet in the church, I would rather speak five words with my understanding that I may teach also than 10,000 words in tongues. He says, except there is the working of the interpretation of tongues. And there is such a thing. I think next Sunday we'll talk about the anointing and what it means. And how and what the gifts of the Spirit are. I remember one time I've taught here how, because when you read Romans 8, when it talks about the strength and the ability, the help that the Holy Spirit gives. 
the next sentence there, he says, For we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God. And it's like Paul is saying, there is something about praying in the Spirit that helps with divine alignment. And so one time I remember saying here, how that praying in the Spirit is almost like an autocorrect function. And so when you have spoken words in the past that you cannot even remember, talkers of trying to correct, when you have, in a moment of sadness, you said, ah, I finished in this life. Look at Valentine's season. Not even with the stem of a flower. Oh God, my life is gone. And, you know, and then you move on. And those words are still hanging over your heart. But in the place of prayer, sir, as you begin to pray in tongues, that there are words that you have sown that I believe, because Paul says, look, we know that all things work together for good for them. And he puts that right after that whole statement about how the Holy Spirit helps us to pray. So number one, edification. Number two, as a sign to those. Number three, allowing us to pray the will of God. Pray beyond the limits of our mind. Number four, alignment and cost correction, as my pastor would say, or path correction. <laughs> I like how in Luke chapter 1, I think it's verse 20, God has this interesting encounter with the prophet. I think it's Zechariah, is it? Who's the father of John the Baptist? Zechariah. Because you heard them say Zechariah. Are you sure it's Zechariah? Who's the mother? <laughs> Who's the cousin? The cousin. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you're right. You're reading your Bible. I'm happy for you. Bring back Damilari. <laughs> All right, but, 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 but hang on, but hang on. So this guy is having a conversation with God. Gets to a point and God realizes, man, if we let Zechariah continue to talk over this life, <laughs> what we want to do with John the Baptist might not happen. So in Luke chapter 1 and 20, he says, but behold, you will be mute and not able to speak until the day these things take place. Because you did not believe my words which will be fulfilled in their own time. And, and I was preparing for this and I realized that it was almost like God said, look, just let the guy keep quiet. Our case is very different. That God gives us, as he fills us with the spirit, utterance to speak things that we do not even know about. And and I know that this whole thing about walking with the Holy Spirit can make you sound, seem, fear the fact that you look spooky and weird. How do you tell your friends, your cool HBS Harvard friends that you were discussing that you now say I speak in tongues? <laughs> How? How do you tell them I speak in tongues? If you're in the bar, well, you know, but you're saying, oh, how do you put it? I was just speaking in tongues the other day and God, oh, no, it's not cool now. How do you say it? Or maybe, they, you know, somebody just hears you say, ah, Timoni, what, what, 
I heard you saying some speaking in the morning. What were you doing? You said, no, it's not. It's the radio. It's not. It's not. <laughs> no, but too many. Your, I know your voice, but that language, you said, no, it's not me. And that's how Peter is denying Jesus. I swear to you, it's not me. It's the radio. It's CNN. Al Jazeera. That's why you don't understand that. But child of God, would you speak in tongues? Because some people, sometimes when you're, you know, you're, your mind is fixated. Some people's minds cannot get beyond February 14th. God wants to talk to you about this big multinational company who wants you to start by December. When you get into his presence, Lord, when I speak, when I speak to Damil, when I speak to Damilari today, Lord, let her answer me, please. This is the 15th Valentine that's going by. God said, I've heard you. I've also spoken to her on your behalf. But can we move on to this company? And you change it. Lord, you know that you said that none shall lack their mates. <laughs> God says, angel, tell him I've answered. He said, but Lord, you know. But last Valentine, this is how I prayed, and you gave me reassurances. And God is trying to give you utterance. He's saying, would you just pray in tongues a bit? Would you just release heavenly language a bit? Would you pray a prayer that is beyond what you think, feel, hear? Would you let me pray through you? For sometimes you would wake up in the morning and start praying, and you're praying about the city of Joss. Sometimes, and guys, I tell you the truth. Sometimes I'm praying and names pop up. I'm praying in the spirit. Names, and I start to pray for them. I, I just start to pray for them. And sometimes you are, because that's why, because sometimes you, are, you feel, you, you know there's a feeling you get when you are after church on Sunday morning. You're all pumped up. You're all right. You know? Then by Sunday evening, after you've mixed the Nathaniel Bassi and all that we sang here, you've mixed it with Bonner Boy and the other things, it's coming down a bit. By Tuesday, after you've driven in traffic one full day, what spiritual? You are, you are back to your... But there's the building up, sir. There's a build. I mean, I, prayed, I, was, I think I was praying in the spirit the other day, and a name came back, picked up the phone, called the person, and the only, <laughs> the only impression I had on the phone, because it's my friend, was just to, really just to pray with the person on the phone. And that's all. And I'm not like super spiritual. I don't like see visions and dreams like that yet. All right. Sorry to disappoint you. Okay. <laughs> but I called the person, how are you? And the person doesn't pick up the phone. It's her friend who picks up the phone. And she says, I mean, and I come to find out later, the person is in the middle of a major, a slightly major issue. Of course, I pray with the person there and then. I look cool. God looks cool. God's will is done. I said, God just told me to call you. <laughs> it's like action film. Don't just imagine the person is crying, weeping on it. <laughs> my life, my life. Then P.I. My friend says, pick up, pick up. I said, no, pick up. My friend picks up. P.I. doesn't want to talk to you. I said, give her the phone. My deep voice. What's happening? <laughs> the Lord told me to call you. A <laughs> pastor is a bad guy, you know. <laughs> but sir, some some of you is just being able to get your spirit to the place where it is sharp enough to perceive 
that someone closes in danger, that God is looking for someone who will stand in the gap. Tell the person next to you, you need to pray in tongues. Tell them you need to pray in tongues. I know they did not hear. Tell them your, this your fake accent is nice. <laughs> no, it's true. tell them you're in church on Sunday. Tell them. Tell them. Just your fake accent is nice. You can't tell her because my wife, you're afraid of her. <laughs> but tell them you need to pray in tongues. You need to pray. You need to pray in tongues. My pastors taught me to take out time to pray about my future. Well, I was still in the university. And how much of your future can you really pray about in your understanding? I know you've already mapped out the guy you want to marry. Ah, Lord. That Demilade in the choir. Tall one. Chested boy like this. From Ibadan. With sweater. <laughs> I will marry him in two and a half years. <laughs> Two and a half years. We will live in Ikoyi. Rumen's Road. I've already seen the house. He'll be an engineer. I'll be a doctor. We'll have four children. Two yellow, two dark. <laughs> we'll have three cars. One Range Rover, one Prado. Then one low car. <laughs> but the weightier issues of your life, ma... <laughs> that God wants to discuss with you. Because there's part of you that is still carnal, so your prayers are still carnal. That God wants to discuss how he wants you to send you to Tunisia to build schools for thousands of children and teach them the gospel. The weightier matters of the future. How one of those children, one of the two, one of the two yellow ones, how God is saying he's a special child who you must raise up in such and such a manner. You cannot pray, how even this day, Milade, that you are eyeing and cornering the spirit, how that God is actually calling him to be the bishop of Kanu. And so, unknown to you, you're actually also going to be a pastor's wife. <laughs> but you don't, so you're just praying the understanding at the wedding, Lord. Let them throw confetti like this. Let P.I. be available to preach. Short message at the wedding day. Let them get, oh, Johnny Drill to sing at the reception. God is saying, speak in tongues. Because when you begin to speak in tongues, sir, you're praying about 2020. Christ Star is 2025. You're praying about things that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, have not entered into the heart of any man. You are praying truth. You are praying spiritual. You are praying out of the heart of the Father. You are praying that which cannot miss. The Bible says if we pray according to his will, we know that he hears us. And if he hears us, we know that we have. The confidence is that we have the things that we have asked of him. When I started praying in the Spirit, I realized that spending time in the presence of God is not a contest. But it's the reality of the walk that we are called to. Do not believe anybody who tells you that you don't have to spend long hours praying. It's not true. The fact that we are under grace does not mean that we do not have to, I use the word lightly, work out those things. It, look here, our faith was not handed to us 
by people who treated the things of the spirit casually. Never. The fact that we are in Nigeria today, receive the gospel, can preach, can teach, was not because people are fathers in the faith. People in the 60s, in the 50s, they spent hours on their knees praying in tongues, praying in their understanding. There are dozens all across this country who were praying for revival. And when they were praying in the spirit, they were praying that Unkiri will be born again. They were praying that Esauhe will be born again. They were praying that Joshua will be born again. They were securing you for the kingdom. And so the work that God calls us to church is not temporal. And so for us at LifePoint, when we say let's pray in the spirit, let's pray in tongues, we're not just praying about now. I mean, we must pray about now. We must pray about the elections. We must pray about this chick who wants the Milani to marry her. We must pray about all these important things. But we must then begin to pray about things. I mean, Jesus was praying in John 17. And he starts to pray for people who will come way after. <sighs> Father, we thank you. We pray in tongues. My time is up, right? Okay. Uh, who is singing today? We pray in tongues, and you, there's a stirring up of God's presence around you. There is a consciousness of the presence of God around you. I, when I raise prayer points in meetings, I say, look, you know, I've given you a prayer point, but you don't have to repeat the things I've said. If you pray in the Spirit for a bit, you would find that the Holy Spirit, who within you, who will begin to tell you things. And sometimes, you know, it might start like, like a discipline, like a chore. So you say, okay, I'll spend 15 minutes. I'll spend the mornings praying in the Spirit. I would spend the evenings praying in the Spirit. And for someone who's not baptized in the Holy Ghost yet, don't worry, don't panic. This is your month. It's your month. If you would want someone to pray for you, pray, lay hands on you. I'm available after service. There's no big drama about it. If you hear the person beside you speaking in tongues in the course of the service, if you don't mind, tell them, would you please lay hands on me that I may receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit? There's no, any of the pastors, not, you can lay hands, right? Not used to be a pastor, actually. Just not playing keyboard and hiding here. There is an uncovering of destiny that is important um, in this season. And it will have to start by praying in tongues. There is an uncovering of destiny that is important to happen in this season. I was telling the church, I don't know who it was, when it was, how that um, in two minutes you can start saying, I just feel like I'm going to be talking like this. Okay. But don't like, interrupt me like that. Wait, two minutes. Um, and I said how we're in a prayer meeting, we're praying the spirit, praying in tongues, worshiping, and literally a whole business plan unfolds as I'm writing it down. I send it to my wife before the end of the meeting. Someone, God wants to open your eyes. Someone he wants to heal. And that's one important thing he said to me uh, two weeks ago, I think. How that the Holy Spirit brings healing. On your way to work, it's one hour drive, fantastic. 
don't do boni uh, boni fairly and all that for two hours. You can do that for maybe Friday night, one two hours, whatever. But my point is that cannot be your staple. You're a child of God. You're a child of God. If you can, if you if if you have watched Game of Thrones, some season one to where have they end? Where are they now? Seven complete. You didn't miss anything. God is with you. You should have finished your Bible from start to finish. No, it's true. Ah, I have not watched it in so like that. No, I'm not. I've one day. One day. Tell the person next to you. Tell them your destiny is really important. Your destiny is really important. Yeah. Destiny. Tell the other person you are, you are a really important person. You're undercover. You're undercover, but you're a really important person. Tell them, please pray in tongues this week. Please pray in tongues this week. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Could we wait for the church to sing first? Just wait for the song. Tell them to wait. I like the church to sing. I like the church to sing. The instrumentals will join us, but let's sing for a bit. Oh, 
all over this place. Could we just begin to pray in the spirit if you can? If you don't pray in the spirit here, if you don't pray in tongues, don't worry at all. I'd like you to just go ahead and worship as the rest of the church prays. And I'd like you to say, Lord, I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But all over this place, if you have a prayer language, I'd like you to just go ahead and pray in the spirit. Paul says, I pray in the spirit, I pray in tongues more than you all. Hey, Jesus says, out of your bellies shall flow rivers of living waters. Let it flow. It doesn't matter where you are. Multimedia boots. Whether you're playing here, I like everyone. Whether you're on the instruments, I like us to just go ahead. Come on, church. Let's go ahead and worship him in tongues. Let's go ahead and thank him in tongues. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Fresh oil, Jesus. Come on, church. He says, build up yourself in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Franklin, you have a song. Would you hold the hand? of someone one or two people and I'd like you to just begin to pray in the spirits over their lives hold one or two hands and just begin to pray in the spirit pray in the spirit pray in the spirit my boss hold someone's hand pray in the spirit in the Ribbon de Mokolobos, Ekebos, Sotolebos, Emas, Emas, Rip Regade, Regade Bosch, Ekos, Eterribos, Ekelebos, Macabos, Pregadabo, the Hiakanda, Arabanaba. I'd like you to spend the next two or three minutes and just pray in the spirit over the person whose hands you're holding. I'd like you to pray and as God gives you utterance, you might find yourself uh, coming in and out of your understanding. 
but all over this place or someone as you begin to pray you will just begin to prophesy over their life but that's okay for someone it's the word for someone it's the scripture let your stars shine again. For someone as you are praying in the spirit, God has given you a word. He's given you something to declare over that life. For someone you are declaring, let their stars shine again. Hey! The Bible says Jesus was born. His star was seen. Let their star be seen in the sky. Let their season come. Let their opportunity come again. In the name of Jesus. Take another two minutes. I like you to pray with boldness and authority. I like you to pray in the name of Jesus. And the Yeka Magaye Bondo Luke, and the Rebbe de Borobo Sondo Rehayagada, Eka Bons, and Tenegadesh. But everything they are carrying in their hearts, born of God, it will come to pass in the name of Jesus. Obo Yokuleka Yakamondos, Eh Komos, Eh Kerekanaya, Emokolabos. They will not falter, they will not be dismayed. They will not be discouraged. It's time to shine. Take another minute. Pray over that life. I don't know what it is about the person whose hands you're holding, but I'd like you to pray over that life. Another minute. The Bible says, can two work together except they be agreed? For someone declared discord between them and anything that is holding them back in destiny. They can no longer agree with roadblocks. They can no longer agree with setbacks. They can no longer agree with that which discourages. They can no longer agree with that which pulls them back into sin. They let go of every sin, of every weight that holds down. They run the race that is set before them with patience and perseverance in the name of the Lord Jesus. Ah, Molos! The last one for this morning, can we pray in the spirit over this country? Because if you want to pray, your understanding for some of us is restricted, is bitterness. But I'd like you to pray with determination and force. Let us declare that every voice that is trying to declare what is not the counsel of God, like we read in Luke one twenty, that God will shut the mouth of diviners and sorcerers in this season. They will not be able to. They will not be able to declare negative counsel concerning this country. I'd like you to pray in the spirit. Let's declare that the clouds of right justice a fool over this country it's an election like no other those who have been planning violence they are disgraced they are pushed by the angels of God in the name of Jesus these elections will surprise many come on pray another minute come on pray another minute this 
is our country. Mamologodo Sheka Yagada and the Nebo Colomo Tenakaya and the Negedebo Loco Torebe de Kayakata Remo Torebe de Ketetetete and Torabos will declare the whole counsel of God concerning Nigeria in the name of the Lord Jesus. He will overturn and overturn and overturn and overturn and overturn until it comes to the one whose hand the Lord has ordained in the name of Jesus. We declare peace. We declare peace. We declare peace. Yes! Ekebareboros, Emakalabas, Emokolobos, Epragara, Arebocom de Macaraba, Rebo, Rebregarebos, Kelebo, Epababa, Reboco, Rebocos, Keleva, Areboshetta, Rebaraba, Ah, Lord, fill our hearts, Emamba Raganabash, Delabo Santa Reba, Tilol, Tilol, Macarabaraba, Tilol, we see is you. I'd just like us to take a few Thank you for listening to a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash LifePointNG.